Welcome to the St. Michael Fall podcast series. My name is Chris Garada, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this fall is discipleship. May you be blessed for the Christian journey. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. A reading from the third chapter of Luke. As the people were filled with expectation and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John, whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water, but one who is more powerful than I is coming. I am not worthy to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. So with many other exhortations, he proclaimed the good news to the people. But Herod, the ruler, who had been rebuked by him because of Herodias, his brother's wife, and because of all the evil things that Herod had done, added to them all by shutting up John in prison. Now when all the people were baptized, and when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove, and a voice came from heaven You are my son, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. Here ends the reading. This is an incredible moment in the arc of Jesus' story. The baptism of Jesus is one of only a few moments in Jesus' life that are recounted in all four Gospels, making it critically important to the life of the early church and certainly important for us. I bet you've all heard many sermons or teachings on the moment of baptism. That moment is so vivid for me. I can see Jesus coming up out of the water, the clouds parting above him, and a dove descending, hovering near him. And then the voice, that voice that sounds as if it's coming from everywhere, saying very clearly that Jesus is chosen, marked, and beloved by God. What an incredible scene. But today... I'm going to focus on what was going on around Jesus' baptism. First, it's important to note that John the Baptist is pivotal to this moment. John had garnered a lot of attention in Jerusalem and beyond. His preaching was fiery, engaging, and critical of those in power. His criticism of the powerful was not simply because of their power. His criticism targeted the way power was lorded over the poor and the vulnerable. He took aim at those who gained and kept power by oppressing people, and the powerful did not like him for it. Shortly after Jesus' baptism, John was imprisoned for his criticism of Herod. Now, the problem with Herod was pretty simple. Herod had an affair with Herodias, his brother's wife. Herodias then divorced Herod's brother and married him. Now, this would certainly not go over well today, and back then it was a true scandal. John made sure everyone knew that he disapproved of this divorce and remarriage, and that got him in big trouble. That trouble is what I want to focus on today. How often do we choose the easy path rather than the hard path? How often do we choose to roll with the crowd even when we know that the crowd is not rolling in the right direction? To be more specific, how often do we make choices that are just not right, perhaps not godly, because they are simply what the world around us wants. 
This fall, we're exploring what it means to be a disciple of Jesus, what it means to follow Jesus. We are exploring what it means to guide our decisions and actions by the anchor of Christian discipleship. Today's gospel lesson points to perhaps the hardest part of discipleship. More often than not, we have to go against the grain of the world around us. More often than not, choosing the Christian path is hard. Now, some of you may be thinking that choosing the Christian path is actually quite easy. Perhaps even what the world around us wants us to choose. But I offer a thought. The world typically wants us to be polite, to be respectful of authority, to be committed to fundamental social and economic systems. And my friends, Jesus was none of those things. Jesus ate with the unclean. He broke religious and political rules, and he challenged worldly authority time and time again. Jesus was not a passive, sweet person. Jesus was a revolutionary. Now, for most of us, identifying ourselves as Christian is socially acceptable, perhaps even socially expected. But saying we're Christian and following Jesus is very different. Believing in Christ and choosing to live like Christ is very different. Each of us is loved by God unconditionally, and I believe each of us wish to be more Christ-like in our lives. As we explore the truth of discipleship together, I hope, like me, you are challenging yourself to go deeper into the discomfort of who Christ calls us to be, because the world influences us in powerful ways. But nothing, nothing is more powerful than the truth of Christ. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, whose loving hand has given us all that we possess, grant us grace that we may honor you with our substance, and remembering that we must account for ourselves one day, may be faithful stewards of your bounty, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen.